and welcome. You are listening to the Happier Life Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Deacon. After deciding survival wasn't enough, I set out on a path to live my best life. I wanted to thrive. Now I'm on a mission to support others. Think you're not good enough, confident enough, brave enough. I'm here to tell you you are and you can achieve anything. This is your time. So let's do this. Hello, wonderful people. How are you and how has your week been? Have you taken action? Are you feeling inspired or are you feeling a little stuck? For me, I'm feeling a bit like I'm on a roller coaster this week, much like the rest of the universe at the moment. I'm sure it's not just me, but there seems to be a lot of chaos around. There are lots of exciting things that are happening here at Happier. But that little fear monster has been attempting to raise his head and sabotage me. Well, that's what it feels like. Although I know that's not quite the truth, but that's for another podcast. As some of you would have seen this week, it would have been my husband's 48th birthday and the anniversary of his funeral. This isn't a day for us to be sad. It's a day for us to celebrate the wonderful man, husband and daddy he was. So we ended the day with chocolate cake and candles, singing happy birthday in the loudest possible voices to ensure he could hear how much we still love and celebrate him, even though he can't be with us. And I'd like to thank all of you who reached out and sent me a message of support or even sent a happy birthday to Superman. It really means a lot to me and my family. So thank you. So, what else has been happening? Well, on Friday, yes, tomorrow, I will be announcing something new into my business, something I know can help so many of you start to take action. So that's really exciting and there's still quite a bit of work that I have to do to get everything in place. Anyway, on to you and this podcast. So, in the last week, I've heard from a number of you who are feeling overwhelmed and stuck. I was speaking to someone who is getting increasingly frustrated with themselves. They feel as though they aren't making any progress or at least not enough progress to make a real difference to their life. We got on a call and went through a series of steps to help them understand what was holding them back. So often we start out with great intentions to achieve something, whether it's stopping doing something, starting something new or changing something in our lives for the better. We have an initial momentum and we get so far along on our journey, but inevitably our willpower alone is not enough. Our willpower alone can get us so far, we can start engaging in taking action towards our goals. But using willpower takes a lot of energy and we soon find those energy reserves depleted. Now, there are many different things you can do to bolster that willpower to keep you going through, working on your mindset to remain positive and focus on the good things in life. Lots of positive messages that we hear in our worlds today about showing gratitude or meditating, being mindful, taking walks in nature, and all those things are indeed very valid. They can provide you with the energy to move forward. They will help fuel you, but 
If you've tied yourself down, no matter what fuel you have put in your engine, you simply aren't going to move very fast, if at all. So what is it that holds us back? Simply making the commitment to make the change is not enough. Wanting it is not enough. You have to truly believe that you can make it happen. And on a surface level, you may think you have this box ticked. You may hold a belief that you can do this, but what you won't be conscious of are those hidden beliefs you hold. Many of you will have come across the iceberg analogy relating to our minds. But for those of you who haven't or need a little reminder, I'll give an outline. So if you think of your mind in this way, think of it as an iceberg. What you see above the surface of the water is our consciousness. It accounts for about 10% of our thoughts and beliefs. It holds all those pieces of information about yourself that you are aware of. So without really processing or considering a situation, you will know your opinion on a certain matter and can explain and justify that thought and opinion without using too much brain power. Then there is the unconscious mind, the bit that sits below the water. I say bit, but in fact, it actually accounts for about 90% of our internal belief system. This is made up of all of our experiences, everything we've heard, everything we've felt, what others have told us, and to mix it up a bit more, there's a sprinkling of genetics in there to help shape us. So in fact, a lot of what is contained in there is not just our own opinions, but it includes the opinions and judgment of others. Things we have taken on into our unconscious minds, which we don't have an awareness of. That is, not until we start to explore and investigate whether we want to hold on to them and make them our own. It's like going into the attic and sorting through all those old boxes of stuff you've accumulated. Some of those boxes will bring back great memories and you cherish their existence. Others, you're not so sure why you held on to them because they hold little or no value. And then there are always those few boxes right at the back of the attic that you have absolutely no idea how they got there, where they came from or what they contain. Now, it's in these boxes that undoubtedly hold the source of those limiting beliefs that you are holding onto. The things that are holding you back, even though when your conscious mind knows whatever goal you are trying to achieve is what is right for you. The majority of what's in these boxes would have been placed there during childhood when rules and limits were placed upon you. But because we forget about them or are simply not aware they are there, we don't actually spend the time to explore them or declutter them as we move into our adulthood. We keep carrying them around. We move them from house to house. And we're unaware, really, of how carrying those boxes is influencing our decision-making process or how much space they are actually taking up. Those boxes of limiting beliefs prevent us from our successes. When we try and override them, we start to feel fear because 
These boxes are weighing us down and telling us not to do anything that damages the contents of the box. Now you have moved into your adulthood, you get to decide what rules you wish to follow. Obviously, there's societal expectations placed upon us and there are also consequences of not following some of the rules. But for the majority of us, we still get to choose whether we are going to adhere to those rules or not. It depends whether you want the consequence. So, have you considered what is held in those boxes stashed deep in the back of your mind? Is it time for you to do some decluttering to make space? for new ideas, for new concepts. How do you go about decluttering? The decluttering process allows you to unlock those beliefs you are holding on to, of which you may or may not be aware, so that you can get closer to what you truly want. Letting go of your self-limiting beliefs enables you to close the gap between what you believe you can or should, watch out for those shoulds, and what you actually want to achieve. Closing the gap enables you to continue on your journey towards success without having to rely on willpower to enable you to close that gap. If you attempt to override the system, the likelihood is you will fall through the gap. So how do we close the gap? How do we do that decluttering process? So I'm going to take you through three steps you can do in the decluttering process. These steps will help you close the gap in the path so you can continue on your journey. Step one. Now, with this step, you need to become aware of what those beliefs are. I want you to think about what you heard and what you grew up believing. It's about becoming aware of the beliefs that you hold and it's going to require you to undertake some personal reflection. So journaling will be helpful here or you may want to discuss different aspects of your life and what you are trying to achieve with a trusted friend. Someone who you feel are you are able to explore safely with that your opinions will be treated in a respectful way. So next thing is to think about your daily behaviours and in different scenarios, how you respond and react. Understand why you're behaving in that way. Specifically think of times when you find different emotions arising. Explore what it is that is bringing up those emotions. What is the belief that is coming up for you? If you find yourself frustrated with someone, What are they doing or saying that is causing that frustration? What do you believe about them and their behaviour? Are there particular topics or situations that you find difficult? How do you feel when talking about your successes? Or perhaps how do you feel when things haven't gone right for you? What emotions arise when you talk about money and wealth? Think about times when you have found yourself challenged. Think about the relationships you have held and how you behave in each of these. Have there been times when you have sabotaged a relationship or sabotaged your own success? 
Are there patterns that you or others have identified in your behaviours? Also, take some time to think about people who are living the kind of life you aspire to have. What do you notice about them? What's different about them to you? What aspects of who they are or how they behave do you not like? If you were successful, if you were living the life you want, what would you be fearful of? So take some time, journal on those thoughts, have those discussions and see what comes up for you. See what beliefs are sitting there, what causes those behaviours, those emotions, what responses you give. So step two, now you've become aware of your limiting beliefs, you have ultimately unpacked the boxes you have an understanding of what they contain. So the next step is really to decide what you're going to do with what's there. How are you going to get those boxes, the contents, out of the attic? So to begin the process of letting go of self-limiting beliefs, you must firstly feel safe. Safe enough to let go. After all, the beliefs you are holding on to have kept you safe until now. You're going to have to feel comfortable with getting uncomfortable and to do that in a way that is supportive. So have that awareness that you're going to go through a process and grant yourself the permission to not be at your best and engage in some self-care routines. If you need some support on what you can do to support yourself during this time, send me a DM and I'm more than happy to send you lots of different ideas. If you find yourself getting into a place of overwhelm, then it's important to reach out to someone who's qualified and able to support you. Things like hypnotherapy and EFT tapping can both help you access those self-limiting beliefs as well as help to release them. So step two is all about making the choice and the decision that you are no longer going to adhere to those beliefs. And when you find yourself restricting yourself, you have to be able to challenge. So another way of doing this is by maintaining a reflective diary and thinking about situations during the day when you're being held back or you're not behaving how you wish to behave. Think about what belief is underlying that behaviour and let it go. And the more you practice this, the more adept you'll become. So step three, and it's a really important one that often gets missed and gets you into difficulties. So step three, having identified those boxes in the attic, you've emptied the contents and you've sent them away. It's essential you ensure that you don't fill them back up with other people's opinions allowing self-limiting beliefs to return. So this time, you're going to fill those boxes with a belief system that supports you in achieving your goals, that supports you in being successful. So think about your vision of the future. What does it hold for you? How would your life be? 
Now consider the rules by which you want to live. Who would you like to have in your community? How would you behave? How would others behave? What would be the guiding principles of how you would live your life? Think about all the different aspects of your life, health and well-being, relationships, finances, your home, career, hobbies. How would you like to feel and what do you need to do? If you find yourself engaging in negative self-talk, I want you to go back to step one and explore where that voice is coming from. What needs are not being met or what is that voice trying to protect you from? Go through each of the steps again and as you uncover and release more limiting beliefs, you will find yourself unleashed and you'll be able to grow and transform into the person you want to be. You can open the door to the cage, you will finally grow and you will find yourself able to take the next step in a way you didn't believe was possible. These steps really are an ongoing process. You will constantly discover new beliefs you weren't aware of. And each time you grow and you move forward and you step up to the next level, you will find yourself needing to go through the stages again. This isn't about going backwards or any issue or that you did it wrong in the first place. It's like peeling back different layers and with each layer you uncover what's holding you back to enable you to grow bigger, better, wiser. So let's go through those stages again. Step one, uncover what those limiting beliefs are. Pull out the boxes and see what they contain. Step two, send the contents away. Make the conscious decision to let go of them. Step three, now you've got those empty boxes, fill them with the contents that you want to hold on to. Fill them with the belief system that is going to support you in achieving your goals. And remember, each time you find yourself feeling stuck or overwhelmed or frustrated, consider what that belief system is that's holding you back and repeat the steps. Hopefully you found this helpful. If you want any support, you know where you can find me. Either DM me on Facebook or Instagram. Alternatively, send me an email, claire at happiercoach.com. You can find all of my contact details on my website, happiercoach.com. Thank you for listening to the Happier Life podcast. Tune in next week. If you've enjoyed this episode, ensure you hit subscribe, head on over to my website, happiercoach.com, sign up for the weekly newsletter and let me support you in living a happier life. I'm your host, Claire Deacon. Thank you for listening. Have a fabulous day.